Welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast for Contractors. Get actionable advice and tactics on how to grow your home service company. Plus interviews with industry experts dropping value bombs in marketing, sales, and operations. And now, let's power up your home service biz with your host, Mark Ambrose of Battle Plan Marketing. All right. Hello, contractor pros, and welcome to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast, episode number 19. Today, we're going to talk about how to close more leads, get more sales, because getting better at closing more sales from the leads you have is the best way to increase sales without increasing marketing costs. And for many companies, closing the leads you have is more of a problem than generating new leads. So here are 11 tips that might help you close more sales. Number one, the sales goal should be less about closing a sale and more about solving the prospect's problem or desire. So the more it's about the client and the less about closing a sale, oddly enough, the more sales you will close. If it's the other way around, you'll have a hard time closing sales if all you care about is closing sales. Care about the client, you'll close more sales. Number two, have in-depth knowledge of the products and services you're selling. You can't sell what you don't know about or what you don't believe in. So gain a knowledge in-depth of what you're selling. Number three, stop selling and start asking more questions and listening. Right? What are their questions? What are their concerns, their desires? Take notes right in front of them. Make it apparent that you are listening. Open with a question. What can I help you with today? What would you like to know more about today? How can I help you today? Along those lines. Number four, it's all about speed to lead, especially if you're buying leads from Home Advisor, Angie's List, any of those lead farms. So speed to that lead is incredibly important. So automate, as we've said in many of our podcasts already, automate, automate, automate. Use technology, have a CRM, customer relationship management software, your database. Everybody goes in and there's a sales pipeline. Automate your responses. Call, email, text. What are your follow-ups? Have them ironed out. Standard operating procedures for the sales process. Take a look at the Hatch app. So just Google that Hatch app. They have a speed-to-lead software program that integrates with your CRM and automatically dispenses a call, an email, a voicemail, a text to every brand new lead that comes in, which is ideal if you're buying those leads from lead farms. So you need a CRM, you need a sales pipeline, you need a process and to automate that process as much as possible to get there quicker than the next guy. Number five, get better at pre-qualifying. Stop going out on sales calls where the household is not qualified. Ask a lot of questions. What's their primary problem? Where are they in their journey, in their research? Have they done research already? What are they looking for as a solution? Are they not aware of what solution is available? Have they shopped it around? Have they done research? What are they looking for in the company that they choose to provide their solution? Do they have the money or financing already, or will they need help there too? Are they looking for financing? Find out what stage of the buyer's journey they're in. 
Are they just starting out in awareness stage? They know they have a problem or a desire and they're seeking info about solutions? They're not even close to buying yet. Are they in the consideration stage? Are they just seeking information, looking for the solution? They know they have a problem and now they're seeking the solutions for their problem. Or are they in the decision stage? Are they ready to buy? And now it's about who they will buy it from. Who do they know, like, and trust? So, which leads us right into number six, that you should have content for these people in each buying stage, right? So map each stage of the buyer's journey with great in-depth content. So if they're in the awareness or consideration stage, you're not going to go out on a sales call to be a waste of time, effort, and labor. So instead, you're going to send them content or send them to content either way. That's in the awareness stage that address, meet them where they are, right? So if they're in the awareness stage, don't try and close the sale, right? Send them the information they're seeking. Same if they're in the consideration stage. So map out the buyer's journey with content and be prepared to deliver the right content to the right person in the right stage. Not everybody is in the final buying decision stage. And if you treat everybody like that, you're going to lose a lot of customers, a lot of prospects, rather, and close a lot less sales. So nurture those who are in the information-seeking stage with information. All right. And you can do that through a variety of sources. So ebooks, PDFs, webinars, web pages, an email series of information to them, videos, e-courses, PowerPoint presentations. The list is endless. So create content to meet them where they are in the buyer's journey, and then deliver that content to everybody who's not in that final buyer's decision stage. Okay, number seven, control your sales message. So have a standardized sales presentation process for each stage of the buyer's journey. Create scripted visual presentations. Keep your salespeople on the same message. Now it's a process not an exact word-to-word script. So more of a bullet point process that you're taking the sales presentation through, that should be the same for everybody. And then you allow your salesperson to mix in their knowledge, their personality into it, their words. But you're taking them along the same message for every client in each buying stage, that is. Right? So control your sales message. Number eight. What's your unique selling proposition? Why buy from you instead of everybody else? What makes you different? So what's your elevator pitch to explain why anyone should do business with you versus your competitors? And then is everyone on your team on board with your unique selling proposition? Do they know it? Is it real? Do they believe in it? All of those must apply if you want good closing ratios. Number nine, have a follow-up system. So we talked about that in the CRM. So have a sales pipeline. Be able to walk through each stage of the appointment setting. So contact, qualified, appointment set, et cetera. Have that sales pipeline in place and have messages predetermined, again, for each buyer in the buyer's journey email, text, calls, right? Multi-step email sequences for learning more, etc. Most people don't close the sale on the first visit, right? So have systems and procedures in place for follow-up, right? So even after the sales call, 
What kind of follow-up? Do you make just one or two calls? You need a system, an operating procedure, standard procedure. Put it in place, get everybody trained on it, get their input, and then start to follow it. Number 10, build trust, right? People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. So increase your social proof. Grow more online reviews. Add video testimonials on your website. Create some case studies, maybe, of particular customers. Show what it can look like so they can see the results of others before and after working with you. Use an automated reputation management system we've talked about in several episodes. Right? So you increase the number of online reviews you have coming in regularly. All right, number 11 is be human. So I saw this while doing research for this episode and thought it definitely had to be in our list also, right? So just be natural. Be, don't be a salesperson. Be yourself. Be natural. Care. That's it. It's all that's required. Ask what their problem is, what solutions and results they would like, what their budget is for it, and then do you have a solution for them? Don't sell. Instead, just try to solve problems. Be human. Number 11, ask for the close. So if they've shared their problem with you and together you've mapped out a solution, then just ask for the sale, right? So many salespeople do not. So shall we get started today? Which financing option do you prefer? Is there any reason we shouldn't move forward today? Most salespeople never ask for the sale. Most don't ask too many questions, quite honestly. Instead, they have their presentation and they're eager to get started on it. And that's mostly because they don't yet believe in what they're selling. Maybe they don't have a good in-depth knowledge about what they're selling. No one ever taught them how to let questions and the prospect's needs and desires create both the solution and the close to the sale. So if you truly believe in what you're selling and you've mapped out the right solution to the client, asking for the sale should be easy and natural. All right. I hope that helps some of you. Uh, thanks for sharing your time and attention with us today. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast so you get notified of future episodes. Feel free to share this episode on your social channels. Good luck out there and create a great day. Thanks for listening to the Battle Plan Marketing Podcast. To power up your home service business, for show notes, visit battleplanmarketing slash podcast. If you enjoyed our show, please share it on social. Until next time.